0: POEMS EVERY CHILD SHOULD KNOW Edited by Mary E. Burt Section 5 Read for LibriVox.org by Cara Schallenberg This section contains two poems, "Winkin, Blinken, and Nod, and The Duel. Part 1 continued. Winken, Blinken, and Nod. Winkin' Blinkin' and Nod by Eugene Field, 1850-1895, pleases children, who are all, by nature, sailors and adventurers. Winkin' Blinkin' and Nod, one night, sailed off in a wooden shoe, sailed on a river of crystal light, into a sea of dew. "'Where are you going, and what do you wish?' the old moon asked the three. "'We have come to fish for the herring-fish, that live in this beautiful sea.' "'Nets of silver and gold have we,' said Winken, Blinken, and Nod. The old moon laughed and sang a song as they rocked in the wooden shoe, and the wind that sped them all night long ruffled the waves of dew. The little stars were the herring-fish that lived in the beautiful sea. Now cast your nets wherever you wish, never afeard are we. So cried the stars to the fishermen three, Winken, Blinken and Nod. All night long their nets they threw, to the stars in the twinkling foam. Then down from the skies came the wooden shoe, bringing the fishermen home. "'Twas all so pretty a sail, it seemed as if it could not be, and some folk thought "'twas a dream they dreamed, of sailing that beautiful sea. But I shall name you the fishermen three, Winken, Blinkin, and Nod." Winkin' and Blinkin' are two little eyes, and Nod is a little head, and the wooden shoe that sailed the skies is a wee one's trundle-bed. So shut your eyes while Mother sings of wonderful sights that be, and you shall see the beautiful things as you rock on the misty sea, where the old shoe rocked the fishermen three, Winkin', Blinkin' and Nod. Eugene Field The Duel. The Duel by Eugene Field, 1850-1895, is almost the most popular humorous poem that has come under my notice. In making such a collection as this, it is not easy to find poems at once delicate, witty, and graphic. I have taught The Duel hundreds of times, and children invariably love it. The gingham dog and the calico cat, side by side on the table sat, "'Twas half-past twelve, and—what do you think?—nor one nor t'other other had slept a wink. "'The old Dutch clock and the Chinese plate appeared to know as sure as fate. "'There was going to be a terrible spat. "'I wasn't there. "'I simply state what was told to me by the Chinese plate. "'The gingham dog went bow wow, wow, and the calico cat replied,—meow. "'The air was littered an hour or so with bits of gingham and calico.' while the old Dutch clock in the chimney place up with its hands before its face, for it always dreaded a family row. Now mind, I am only telling you what the old Dutch clock declares is true. The Chinese plate looked very blue, and wailed, "'Oh, dear, what shall we do?' But the gingham dog and the calico cat wallowed this way and tumbled that, employing every tooth and claw in the awfulest way you ever saw, and oh, how the gingham and calico flew!' Don't fancy I exaggerate. I got my views from the Chinese plate. Next morning, where the two had sat, they found no trace of the dog or cat. And some folks think unto this day that burglars stole the pair away. But the truth about the cat and the pup is this. They ate each other up. Now, what do you really think of that? The old Dutch clock, it told me so, and that is how I came to know. Eugene Field, End of section 5. Read by Kara Schallenberg on October 8, 2006, in Oceanside, California.